You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, this is Katie Harris, and this is another episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today, I have a Teresa Sanderson on with us. Uh, Teresa, thanks so much for being here. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you. Uh, we are actually doing business together ourselves, so I'm very excited about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, so Teresa does uh, CE credit, and you're going to tell us all about it. But before you do, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and you as a nurse. Um, what is your background as a nurse? Okay. Um, well, I am, first of all, one of the things I love to throw out there right away is that I'm an associate degree RN who believes that I have pushed my little degree as far as it'll go so many times over um, in the 32 years that I've spent as a nurse, but it's it's just truly been a great uh, career to be in. So I started out in med surge. Um, I've always been more of a med surge girl rather than ER or ICU. Those, those kind of high stress areas just really weren't for me. And um, for a long time, you know, I felt less than as a nurse. I think there's probably a lot of that out there of just going, you know, if I'm not comfortable in that, am I, does that mean I'm not good enough kind of thing? But um, ultimately, I realized that there is a space for all of us in the world of nursing. And so my, uh, my favorite place in nursing is truly home and community nursing. My husband and I owned a hospice in the early 2000s, and um, that was my first, um, the first opportunity that I had, number one, to own a business as a nurse, um, but also to get my feet wet as a nursing CE provider. And um, so from there, you know, now I'm in business today, doing a different kind of business, run out of my home, but um, I've done a little travel nursing, um, just a lot of different experiences. So nursing has been good to me. I love nursing. I always encourage everybody to go into nursing because there's so many things that you could do. And um, yep. it's just really, really exciting. So yep. you had a, um, when did you sell your hospice? Is, or what happened to that business? Oh, yeah, I love that question. Um, we owned the hospice for about 10 years. And um, let me put it this way. I did not know back then all that I did not know about self-care. <laughs> and so I ended, I did crash and burn with major depression in 2010. We sold our hospice. Um, I couldn't work for three years. Didn't know if I would ever come back to work as a nurse, but um, yeah. So through that experience though, um, I'm blessed to have come out on the other side. You know, I know so many people who get stuck in that kind of depression. So I'm blessed to have come through the other side. And um, since then I, uh, did return to bedside nursing, floor nursing, and that's even when I did travel nursing. So, um, I tell that story mainly to just let people, nurses who may be going through that to know that there's hope you can, you can do it. You got to be persistent though. If you get into that depressive area. <laughs> right. But also that there's consequences if you ignore it. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. Yeah. Massive. And right. I would, it's not for the faint of heart, right. You know, going right. through going through therapy and just, you know, being willing to, to do the hard work of healing. That's yeah. Yeah. It, because, you know, and, and I've met so many nurses too, that are at that, like, you can see them at the brink and you're like, you need to mm -hmm. take a break. You need, and there's this sense of like, somehow I've 
failed if I take a break, you know, and it's just yeah. so wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and we're so used to it. You know, I believe we, we get conditioned in the work environment to, to skip a lunch, mm-hmm. to miss that potty break, to have that, you know, that bladder that's huge at the end of 12 hours. And there's nothing normal about that. There's nothing that should be glorified in that because that is just, that is just neglecting yourself to the nth degree. And yeah, yeah. because that does come with some bragging rights, like, you know, like, oh, I didn't eat and I didn't sleep and I didn't pee. And, you know, and it's like, well, you know, that that's terrible. Yeah, there's nothing good in that for you. (laughs) I'll never forget when, when I was traveling, I did some travel work in Kansas City and, um, you know, I was in my fifties when I did that. It just made me feel like, man, I can still run with the young pups. It made me feel good. But, um, there was a young nurse there. She was a new grad just getting started. And one day she just looked at me and she said, I didn't even get a lunch today. And I just thought to myself, oh girl, <laughs> you don't know how many days might end up that way. Yep. Yeah. Like you have to force it. Like you just, you have to make time for it and you have to, you know, leave the unit and, and check out, you know, I'm saying this and I'm the pot, you know, the black pot, because, you know, I, I did that too, but it's not something that I want to go around and, and tell and say, you know, I was so busy and, you know, look at me, I'm a great nurse. Uh, You know, I, I think we've done our profession a disservice by allowing those things to be, you know, to have bragging rights to it. Indeed. Mm Mm-hmm. So, all right. So you had uh, that episode, but then you went back to bedside. Where did like CE credits come in? Where did you, how did you even get it into this field? Oh yeah. Um, well, that was back in the day of the hospice and we opened our hospice in 2004. It seems, oh my gosh, it's almost 20 years ago now. And it seems like yesterday, 2004. I, I was know. Just recently, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the sad thing. It does seem like yesterday, but um when we opened, you know, we're in a very rural part of Kansas. And sometimes people ask me how rural, you know, when you say very rural, 20 people per square mile, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) So if you imagine yourself in a Starbucks line, you've seen what it looks like around, you know, 10 miles of area. So um, anywho, I knew back then length of stay, median length of stay was about three days in our area for patients on hospice designed to be a six-month benefit. I knew that if I was going to impact length of stay in the area, I needed to start with education, massive education. And I wanted specifically to provide nursing continuing education because nurses are the ones in the physician's office and at the hospital who pick up the phone and make the referral. So it made the best sense that I just target the nursing market and I, I have to tell you a couple of things happened when we became a nursing CE provider, I educated the community on the nursing community. What is hospice? How's it paid for? What do my patients look like? What are typical diagnoses and how to take action? And when nurses have meaningful information given to them in an organized way, they will act on it every single time. We grew that hospice to $3 million in annual revenue from just a $6,000 investment using only nursing CE as a vehicle for marketing. It was the most powerful marketing tool that I ever could have imagined. And it was never about saying, oh, you know, refer to my hospice. It was never that. It was just teaching what people needed to know about the service that we provided and giving them enough information that they knew the right next step. Wow. And so that's how I got started. And um, yep, 
And so, then I found out later, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. What did you find out? And then I found out later, a lot of nurses are trying to figure out how to be, become CE providers and just how to add CE credit to their courses because there's very limited information on the internet about it. And um, really, yeah, I really feel like I'm one of the, I'm the only one openly sharing about it or talking about it because there's a big scarcity mindset among a lot of entrepreneurs. And um, many people come to me saying, well, I found somebody who could help me, but that person wouldn't help me because they said I'd be their competitor. And <laughs> you know, okay. the world is a really big place. That <laughs> <laughs> is. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, I, I mean, when I heard that you were doing CE credit, I was really, really excited because, you know, there's this idea that everything like CE credit one is extremely expensive to do and mm. very tedious and time consuming and just not even worth the effort of doing it. And when right. I, when we met you and started talking to you, I was like, all these years we've done our courses without CE credits. Like, this is terrible. I have to like rectify this mistake. <laughs> well, I love that. And, and, you know, I think that's what most people think, but um, one of my mantras has always been dare to do nursing differently. And I, I believe I do CE probably d very differently than, than other people would. I, I tend to take the definition of nursing CE that a state may have, and let's really interpret that to the broadest degree, you know, and give nurses the opportunity to teach what other nurses want to know. Nurses need to, I mean, Clinical education information is very, very important. Don't get me wrong. But it's also very important for nurses to know, how do I start a business? If I want to start a business, I'm a holistic creature. I have a lot of interests. There's a lot of things I might want to learn about. So why can I not get continuing education in all those areas? And so that's what I help other nurses do is help develop nurses in different ways professionally. So now you do, um, you actually get the credits for people, but then you also help them become a CE credit provider. Yes. Right. Um, which is, is what you're doing uh, for us, which I'm yes. really excited about because actually when I talked to you as well, I realized that my license was coming up and I needed like 50 oh. CE credits all of a sudden. I'm like, oh crap, like <laughs> I forgot about this. Um, yeah, you know, but like, there's so many things that, you know, we've done that I don't get any credit for, right? Like, mm -hmm. it just has passed me by at some level. Right. So I am really excited mm -hmm. about this. Plus, it also offers an opportunity for nurses to get things paid for. Um, whereas, you know, if there's CE credit attached to it, the hospital or their employer might actually pay. Right. Right. And, and so it opens more doors and it expands their horizons because there are nurses who, who reach out to me and say, Hey, Teresa, I'm thinking about starting a business. Do I need to call the state board? Like, what? I, yeah, I get that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, actually, the state board in Louisiana yeah. got so tired of people like calling them and asking them if they could do IV hydration. They, they came out and said, no, you yeah. know, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the state board doesn't have any authority to say no. <laughs> like, no, they don't. And it, and it, but, but there's so much about the business end of things that nurses aren't trained in and yet they make incredible entrepreneurs. And what I love about the continuing education space, um, Katie, more than anything is that this is an opportunity for nurses to take what they already know 
and turn it into income in the form of CE courses. This is the way to do that. Now you've already got the courses. You're going to add CE to them and that just increases the value. You know, all of a sudden you've got massive, massive, you know, more value than you already had. And so for instance, I was talking with a young nurse the other day and she is a lactation consultant and she's grown a massive YouTube following um, just of women, mothers who are doing breast pumping uh, when they have babies. But she said, I think there's a nursing piece of this that I can also be offering with CE credit. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about that. And um, and so now she's exploring, you know, starting adding nursing, continuing ed. But this is just taking her personal experience as a young mother, what she learned about how to breastfeed and pump for her children and translate it into an income. Yeah, so that's a, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy good. <laughs> You know, those are really good stories. Um, and they're inspiring too. It's like, you know, you don't have to have like, I, I don't know, anything other than the willingness to to teach people and, and talk and, and, you know, just care about their experience. And that's going to make you a pretty much a, a good business, like a good business person, or at least marketing, that's going to make you good in marketing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. So let me ask you this, because when I had first met you, you were talking about CE credits for um, a podcast. Can you talk a little bit about that? I can. I can. Um, yeah. And this is, is becoming very popular right now um, to provide CE credit with through podcasting, which again, I think is another great way to let nurses learn on their own time, when it's convenient for them, listening to something they want to listen to. A couple of things that, that need to be understood about that is that um, a podcast can serve as a CE course credit or contact hour credit when it is developed according to the guidelines for nursing CE. So for instance, it would need to have a title, it would need to have behavioral objectives, it would need to have um, an outline or agenda, so to speak. And so the, the outline in this case, if we're looking at a podcast could be something as simple as what are the series of questions that we're going to ask and answer to deliver these objectives, right? To make sure that our, our listeners get those objectives. The next step is because the podcast is out there. I don't even know radio waves. How's, <laughs> how's it out there? The internet, whatever. So it's out there, but there needs to be a way then to connect it to um, the place or the platform where we will award the CE credit. And so in my mind, it becomes this, this simple process of, okay, I click here, I listen to the podcast. Maybe there's a link below the podcast episode that I listen to that then takes me to a website platform or an app where I can um, maybe complete a post-test. In my opinion, that's always best practice. There's nothing transformational about just checking boxes and you know, getting a certificate. So I like to know my people, my people understand um, and got some value. So a quick post-test, you can require a certain score. Many states do require a, a passing score of 70 or 80%. Um, and then a program evaluation, because we can only get better at what we're doing if we ask for feedback. So getting a program evaluation, once those things are done, they can, you know, enter their information and print their own certificate. So it's simple to do. Um, and, you know, I do a lot of video content even that can be 
easily converted into um, CE material as well. Yeah, I mean, we have tons of of YouTube's videos and and podcasts. Like, I have two hundred and fifty episodes of this podcast, yeah. um, which is, <laughs> excuse me, a lot of credit. Um, yeah. Now, I had interviewed actually a couple weeks ago, maybe it was a week or two ago. Uh, this woman who does who created an app for like CE tracking, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that would be neat too. So it's, it's somehow like in my world, all it's all about CE and I, I don't know how I lived without it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, I always tell people that there's a couple of things happen when, when a nurse or nurse entrepreneur become a CE provider, it's you immediately land with authority as the expert in your field because you've gone this extra step. And let me tell you, nothing is better for audience growth than a complimentary continuing education program packed with massive value to grow your know, like, and trust with your audience. Get Let them know what you have, who you are, what it's like to work with you or, or to um, learn from you before they ever have to make the investment. I always love starting with the give back first because when you, when you flip things that way and provide massive value before anybody has any risk or any offer to buy anything, there's so much trust there that's already been built. And um, so it's, it's just a fabulous way um, to grow a business and grow an audience. Right. And so now talk a little bit about the service that you offer that's done for you. I mean, why why not just go through like double A and C or something and become mm -hmm. a provider with them? Mm -hmm. Well, um if you if you've got the time, the energy, and the tenacity, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> and and I have to tell you that's that why I, I never did it. <laughs> yeah. And and quite honestly, Katie, I can't talk myself into applying to the ANCC. I, I've not done it. And there was a time probably within the last couple of years that I said, you know, my clients are always asking for it. I'll probably do it just to be able to help my clients. But even, even that is not worth it to me because state level CE approvals. Okay. So I'm an approved provider in the state of Kansas and my CE credit, CE credit that I award is valid in 47 out of 50 states. So it becomes a non-issue because the biggest, the biggest benefit of the ANCC that we all have always perceived is being approved in all 50 states. Well, if I've got 47 and the application fee to the state of Kansas is $200 and the application fee to the ANCC is $4,650. And it's going to take me at least a year to prepare that application and even be able to apply. Then if my application is not totally co correct and complete in their eyes and they deny it, I get to appeal for an additional $1,850. This is oh all published God. in the ANCC application manual. And for me, <laughs> just, you know, plus state level, I can help nurses usually get through the whole process within four months from start to approval. You know, the only variable in that is how long does it take the state board to approve it? Um, my timeline on my end is usually about eight weeks. And um, what that process is, and you're just getting started with that, is um, 
that I will develop the organizational policies and procedures for how the program is going to be run so that you can stay compliant. Um, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, but a lot of those state regulations, any regulations are convoluted and hard to read. And that is a strength that I have. And so that's, we don't all have to swim in that pond. It's kind of like we would outsource anything else. You know, I don't have to do all of my own social media posting. I can get somebody skilled in that area to do that for me. So this is the same kind of thing. Um, so I develop the policies and, and then I, you know, develop any course offerings in the appropriate format so that they go in with the application. And then I stay with my clients until they are approved so that if there are any questions that come back from the board during the application process, I answer all of those for the client because it's easy for me. You know, you don't, you don't have to get your hands in it. And then when, when my clients are approved, then you get access to my new CE provider orientation course and you learn how to manage your program every single day. So that, you know, because that's the only difference when you don't develop your own application, you're missing those pieces of, okay, what does this policy mean? What does that one mean? What does that one mean? And what would I do with that? And so that's what the new orientation course is all about. New provider orientation course. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have to say this was just an absolute dream. Like, you know, we looked, we looked at your website for like literally maybe less than three minutes before we purchased. And I was like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, that's exactly. That. Yeah. Um, it was such a no brainer uh, to have somebody take this off our plate because this is, and I've done CE credits before and it's always a nightmare. Like I've done it for the university. Right. And mm -hmm. I remember, you know, submitting a packet. It took me hours to put this packet together, sending it to them. And then they wanted to talk to me in person. So I had to go over to the CE office at the university and they're like, well, you know, and they literally explained the application. They're like, where it says name, you need to put your name. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm like, I, I got that part. Um, but it was so like, just it was for me, like, I'm not a detail oriented person. I am a, a big vision person. And I'm like, yeah, let's do CE credits. But for me to like focus on it mm -hmm. is pure torture. And I know there's people mm -hmm. out there that that like doing that stuff, or, you know, that yep. they're good at that stuff. And yep. um, that's what we wanted. And that's exactly what we found. So we're really excited. I love that. I love hearing <laughs> that. Thank you so much. And it's true. You know, it's, we all have different skill sets and that's really what makes the world go round. And that's what collaboration is all about. Um, yeah. So there are things that you do that I'm sure I would probably go, Oh my goodness, I could never, I could never <laughs> do that. Or I could never figure that out. Right. But, um, but we all have different skill sets and we might as well make use of the gifts and talents that each of us have. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do you only do nursing CE credits or are there other types of CE credits out there? Or? Right now, my primary focus is nursing CE credit. Um, I definitely can help people who are interested in, oh, social work, physical therapy, occupational therapy, the ancillary disciplines. I prefer not to get involved in continuing medical education um, just because that is a really, uh, that's a really big, big process. Um, and it's not my specialty. You know, I can't really speak to that as much as, as well as I can speak to nursing. That just makes sense. Um, so yeah, I can consult on the other things as well, uh, if needed. Okay. And, you know, in terms of, so you have nurses that come to you to become, uh, it's the biggest thing to become the CE provider. Do they come and just have you do uh, CE credits for their courses? 
It's a little of both. It's a little of both. Uh, the biggest demand for me is nurses who want to start a business in continuing education. And if okay. they're going to do that, if they see themselves developing, you know, more than one or two simple courses, then it's definitely in their best interest. Go ahead and become a provider. And, and then we, um, you know, just kind of, I have some marketing trainings and different things that I offer for them as well about how to get out there with their courses and, and really turn the engine on, get in front of people and get referrals for their business. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. And so in terms of, um, you know, where you're going with this, I mean, uh, do you have like a vision for it? Are you, you happy the way things are, or are you looking to expand, have an empire or <laughs> bring on the empire? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, I am, um, I'm actually looking to expand and I'm, I'm growing a team now, blessed to have a team and, um, things are good. Things are really, really good. And, um, I have to say, I mean, if I just share a couple of numbers, this, I have more than doubled my income in 2023 from what I earned in 2022. So, you know, it's, there's obviously a need among nurses to be able to learn about this and implement it. So um, I'm definitely game for that. What I'm going to be adding to it um, is another piece of my business that I'm in, um, which is personality assessments and science and also um, emotional intelligence training. Because um, how I typically speak to the world, you know, we mentioned I'm very detail oriented. That's why I can dive in and write applications and do this kind of thing. Um, but that turns off 75% of people. So I have to be careful and know and understand how I show up in the world. So when I can speak to people who are more like you, more action oriented, or people who are more nurturing oriented, or people who are more knowledge oriented, very inquisitive, maybe skeptical, I'm going to reach 100% of people, I increase my impact and I increase my income. And so that's, that's the training that I'm going to be adding. Because why do the work if only 25% of people are going to hear about it? Mm. Mm. <laughs> and, and factor in that 67% of people are turned off by any pitch that they hear. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to show up as our best selves. And so that's going to be the next wave of the training. Um, and it also goes along with a movement I've started called nurses feed their young. So that's kind of the big picture of what's going on. Well, do you want to tell us, um, what nurses feed their young is? Well, sure, sure. And nurses feed their young. I mean, we, we've all been there. Um, and we've been treated with that incivility and worked in those toxic work environments, you know, where you ask a question, you get the eye rolling, you get the heavy sighing, or you get told, oh my, nobody told me how to do that. Why should I tell you? Um, kind of, I mean, my gosh, there's a patient at the end of this equation, right? There's a patient at the end of my question, or I wouldn't be asking. But the incivility, um, I did a poll on LinkedIn just a couple of weeks ago. 86% of nurses, I mean, it got like 650 votes, something like that. 86% of nurses said they had left a position because of a toxic work environment. And another 7% said they hadn't yet, but they would if they could. Mm. This is what nurses feed their young is all about. It's all about changing nursing culture by equipping nurses with what they need to know about personalities 
and emotional intelligence and giving them the skill set that they can communicate with each other in ways that make sense. Um, another thing it'll do, you know, um, every nurse manager is typically the only one who can resolve a patient complaint. Every nurse should be able to do that, right? We should all be able to diffuse those things. But when we wonder why leadership doesn't have time to do stuff, nobody has the skills. Yeah. Nobody has the skills they need. And for me, I've always been very intuitive about that kind of thing. So, you know, I, I got called a lot to go and help and, and do that stuff. But it's, it's a shame. Yeah, and it sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud. <laughs> like, you it know? does. <laughs> I mean, it seems so obvious, like what needs to be done. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. So, um, yep. yeah, no, I, I love that. And, and you can count me in your, your vote of 600. Cause I, I left as well a toxic, I, I put up for, with it for 20 years. Uh, and it really, yeah. it w wasn't necessarily the nurses. It was more, I worked with neurosurgeons and, okay. and they're toxic. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it gets to the point where you just can't cry anymore. Cause I'm like, all right, I got three neurosurgeons screaming yeah. at me for things that are completely out of my control. And I just, uh, mm -hmm doesn't even phase me anymore. Wow. So wow. yeah, it's horrible. So it is. yeah. And I, I just said at a point where I, I just can't tolerate it anymore, which is why I don't work in the hospital. I just, I can't put up with it. Like I can't keep yeah. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> That's good. And, but it amazes me that we continue to recruit new nurses to come and work in the same toxic environments that other people are leaving. Right. That is like it, what do you think is going to happen? We've got a leaky bucket here. And if we don't fix it, but nobody's doing this because it is very hard work. This is hard. How do you change nursing culture? Because number one, it's change, right? Mm -hmm. We all hate change anyway, even if it's for the better, we're going to dig our heels in. Right. But if we continue to do what we're doing now more than ever, I kind of think about who will be around in nursing 20 years from now when I need some help. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the it's robot scary right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you never know. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> Teresa, this is, has been really wonderful. I, I love that you have built a business around uh, basically uh, trade secrets, you know, the, the CE, how to become a CE provider, like you're teaching people to do exactly what it is that you do. And, you know, I, I think that's amazing. And it just shows that there's room for everybody. And, you know, with 8 billion people on the planet, I, I don't think you're going to be able to hit everybody. So <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. Um, but I really, I love what you're doing. I'm, I'm a happy customer as well of, of yours. So I'm really excited uh, to be working with you. And I'm so glad that you are sharing this with, with nurses and, and my audience. So thank you very much for that. Oh my gosh. Thank you again. Uh, just, just for having me and, um, you know, putting your faith in me as a client, that means a lot. So I'm glad to be here. Uh, well, just let everybody know where they can find you and get more information about uh, CE credits with you. Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on YouTube. I have a lot of videos out there on YouTube. And that is, uh, if you just look on youtube.com and go to my handle, Teresa Sanderson TV, you will find a lot of video content there. You can also check me out on my website. It's just teresasanderson.com. Um, the only thing about that, just know I spell Teresa, T-E-R-E-S-A. There's no H in my name, but just TeresaSanderson.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing this with us today. 
All right. Thank you. This is Katie Harris saying thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. Until next time, keep making your impact, nursepreneurs.